So we have Cheyenne here, who was one of the speakers on, please help me pronounce it. <laughs> Sorry, it's like, it's like a tongue twister, to be honest. And she spoke on her truths and her triumphs. Is that how you say it? Am I saying yeah. it right, Cheyenne? Okay, triumphs. And um, we're just here today to just talk about some childhood traumas, probably, things that we have to unlearn, and just the dis difference and discipline from this generation to our generation, because it is very different, okay? So, how are you, though, Cheyenne? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Working from home has okay. been something. <laughs> yeah, I bet, and... I mean, is it affecting you any kind of way or you're like, you're busy, so it's not even bothering you as much? I'm going to be honest. I actually like working from home. Like being <laughs> <laughs> Introvert yeah. life, like. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's, it's terrible. Because you don't have to deal I, with anyone. Yes. If I could be away from people, like that would be a blessing. I just go to the store when I need to. And then, you know, I'm back home. Pick up where you left home. off. And then working from home. So are you working like your regular hours or is it more like you guys just have a set time? Yeah, we just have like a set time that we're working. I don't think it's like, it's actually really, really small, like a small amount of time. I think it's just because they're trying to get us like used to working like set yeah. hours. Yeah. That's, That's not good. bad though. Myself, I am home. I've been home since like mid-March and it's, it kind of does, it's getting to me because I can't really do much but go to the store and I don't know, but I'm, I'm not, I'm counting my blessings on it because I am home and safe, so those are good things. There are a lot of people out here who are, you know, going through it in a bad way, so I feel blessed, but yes, to keep on going, I want to ask you just one question before we get into our, well, a few questions before we get into our thing, so it's going to be this or that. Would you rather lose your hearing or would you rather lose your sight? Which one would you rather? My hearing. Your hearing? Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah, because there's so many things um, that you can do. For With hearing. your eyes? Yeah, like you could, you could read the subtitles. You can learn how to sign language. You know, maybe I won't hear the BS anymore. <laughs> that is, you can see it, but it's like, I can't hear it. Um, okay. What you said? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so would you rather have no taste buds or be colorblind? Mm. That was kind of like similar, but because that, we know we like to eat. We love our, let me tell you. I was like, you know, I, I'm a chunky girl. I, like to eat. I love my food. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I might have to lose my my colors. Oh, now she said, because I'm going to keep my taste buds, okay? All right. Okay, I one. can still see. <laughs> so would you, rather create, would you rather create history or delete it? Hmm. That's kind of hard, honestly. I you know, I am a history major. That's why this is a really hard question. I picked the perfect um, one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I'm trying to think of it myself, to be honest. That one's kind of hard because I'm going to let you answer it, though. I, f I feel like I would rather create it than delete it only because I feel like when it comes to things that happened in the past, we want to delete all those bad things that may have happened. Right. However, we don't know the past. We will continue doing the same mistakes over and over again. Yeah. I think I, think I would rather create it than to delete it. These kids today are just like, what? Huh? All the time. And I'm just like. Or it could be in the same room texting them. Honestly, I don't know. When I think about our like younger siblings or just younger kids these days, I'm just like, y'all don't even know. So I would want to like create that. Maybe technology could be a little further. Everything's so enhanced with the whole 5G and mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. 
and now like with this generation coming up like there's been a lot of where kids have to be taught like emotions yeah like how to even react to certain emotions like there was like this little little boy for example he didn't understand like the concept of hurting someone's feelings okay even like apologizing like that like oh like why i gotta apologize like they didn't understand not hurt like right right you know what go ahead i'm sorry no yeah, and then it's like you can't get mad because they're little kids, but for them to not be able to grasp the, those concepts, like it's it's kind of scary. No, it is. But you know what makes me think? So when we were growing up, I felt like I don't know if you can relate to this or not. So this is something that I had to unlearn, and I do understand it because I am my early childhood, like I've had early childhood major, so I work with preschools. And I have noticed over the four years of working with them, social emotional has became more significant than any other domain for a child. And you're right. So we have to identify the emotions with these kids. Like, you know, not for nothing, maybe back in the day when we were growing up, it's like your mom would be like, what you crying for? Like, stop, stop crying. Like, girl, you know, like whatever. Or a little boy, man up, stop crying like a little girl. That's probably what we heard in the household. Mm -hmm. And maybe in the schools, you know, because you, teachers were very different back then. You know, at one point we were getting, they were getting hit by teachers. So teachers have advanced over the years, but teachers today are now, I can tell that you're upset. Can you tell me what's wrong? So we're trying to identify the problem so that these kids can understand, okay, it's okay to be mad. I'm mad because so-and-so took my toy and okay like what you know like they get to go through the motions instead of just getting mad and holding it in you know we were i feel like back in our days we couldn't really express ourselves or we we if we did you might be getting an ass whooping to be honest like you just never know if you said something a little too something like you might get spazzed on or who knows so it's definitely have changed or like Mm-hmm. Or even if like you're listening to something and you you didn't to like make a face, but you did because like you're like you're just reacting. Yeah. To it. Like you didn't even you don't you didn't even notice your face changed. It's like oh you you want you want to make a face at me like you are right when you do one of these like oh so you rolling your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know how to roll my eyes. What are you talking about? No. So right though, like those little things, what do you feel like is something or maybe one or two things that you feel like as an adult now that you've honestly had to unlearn to get to the better Cheyenne of yourself that you, you know, that you grew up on that you, you know, what do you think that could be about? I, I had a lot that I had to unlearn, but I think the two biggest things for me right now, and I'm actually still like struggling with it a little bit, is being silent and then also perfectionism. I don't I don't know if you remember this, but me and Chelsea were actually talking about this like the other day. <laughs> and I remember I had like a whole like breakdown, like was crying, like everything because I had got like a B minus. Remember that? I think I do. And I'm like, girl, yeah, I was that bad kid. I'm like, girl, at least you got a B. And Cheyenne's probably like, no, but you don't understand. And it's because, like, I remember, like, my dad used to always say, and, like, he used to joke, but I didn't understand that he was joking. Like, I really took it very seriously that he would, see, he would say, B means better work harder. So it was like, wow, like in your head that this is not good enough. Yeah. And I carried that around with everything that I did. Like if, if like what I did didn't like surpass or was like, like a hundred percent perfect. Like I would kind of like be anxious and lose because it's like, like, am I going to get in trouble? And then also like, um, my parents worked a lot they worked from um new york so they would leave like at like five in the morning wouldn't come back until like nine at night or even later yeah so i would take take whatever achievement i would get so that i can receive love and it was like 
if I didn't have that achievement, like I wouldn't get that attention or I wouldn't get a good job, that recognition that you were looking for. And I feel like that's a normal feeling because every child wants to make their parents happy by any means. Mm -hmm. What what experience did you go through that you realized I'm not about to be silent anymore? Um, it really, like, I'm gonna be honest, it really was what happened at my college. Yeah. Um, that took, took a lot and it really pushed me to not be silent anymore because of how much, not, I don't want to say how much it took for me because I feel like, you know, with all things like, you know, God, God will give you back whatever the enemy has stole and more. And but, yeah, but with that situation, like, a lot of things was kind of taken away. Like, that school was, like, my number one school that I wanted to go to. Um, yeah. At the time, like, like I was a straight-A student. I was the cheer captain. I had a job in the uh, intramural. Yeah, and it was, like, when that happened, like, everything went down the drain and then also like even like throughout the healing process I would go so currently I go to Southern but my first year and a half at Southern I basically like failed because when I would go on campus I would have anxiety attacks I would be like I would feel like something would happen was gonna happen to me okay yeah being on and I wouldn't like and I had to speak about it in order for me to heal. Like I had to start opening up and talking about it in order for me to get over those fears because what what's in our heads, whether right or wrong, sometimes um, we kind of psych ourselves out. And obviously like that person is not even in this state, but I would in the classroom because he he actually did this when I was at my um, at my other school, he would go to my classrooms and like harass me. Yeah, it was, it was like, and just to get this clear, he was a student there as well. Yeah, he was a student. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so, like, I would, like, be in class and, like, have a flashback of him just, like, coming into the classroom and, like, calling me out my name or, like, saying, like, oh, I didn't do it and, like, making a bell. And I would have that flashback in school and then I would get really anxious and then I would, like, leave. Like, I gotta go. Yeah, I would just leave, and then I wouldn't go back to school for, like, a week, because then it's like, oh, I'm embarrassed, like, I just left in the middle of class for no reason. Yeah, and everyone's like, you know, I know how, yeah, that's, yeah, you know, it's so, I think you had to go through that, all that, though, because, like you said, that healing process, like, you had to just face it, and um, how long did it kind of take you to, like, all right, I'm okay in the class? I'm good. You know, like how long did that get to you? Oh, it's a, it's like a while. Cuz like, you said for like the first year, right? Yeah, the first year it was it was bad. And it's like I would go through like phases where it's like I would go and I'll be like, "Yeah, like I'm good. I'm good." Like first half of the semester. And then in the middle of the semester like it just like I just start but that's how it comes too. I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes when I'm even thinking about like just childhood traumas where I realized something or I realized I had to unlearn it, I'm, it does kind of come at a weird, awkward time. Whether it's like very late at night or just like a, the mm-hmm. the weather just affects us the way you like. Oh wow, you start thinking, or even a song, a scent. Like it, it could be anything that makes you think like about that thing that you do not want to think about and. I mean, it's, it's definitely hard. Did anybody at the, um, just wondering, did he get any type of like consequence? No. And that was, that was the thing that kept me or stopped me from pursuing like, like criminal charges because the school, the school found him guilty and they were like, oh, like he's going to be, he's going to be suspended off of campus and he was supposed to be basically like expelled by the end of the year. Okay. None of that happened. He was still on campus. He um he so my dorm was a um co-ed. Okay. And he was still living 
illegally, but still living in the dorm room next to me. Wow. That's so, yeah. After, after the, after them acknowledging and knowing this, this type of information. Yeah. You know what? See, see the crazy side of me want to just go up to everybody in the office and just back smack them in the face because it, it, th- these are the type of problems that happen in just school system itself and even in universities and colleges. We have young, young kids as low as six, seven, eight that are wanting to commit suicide because they're getting bullied and they are telling the teacher, they are telling the principal and nothing is getting done. Suspend mm-hmm. that child, like make them take a, a class that is mandatory with their parent. Like something has to change because Yes, we get anti-bullying or just, and that, to me, that's considered bullying. And being the fact that he coming in the class harassing, like, why would I want to live next door to you? Why would I want to do that? I wouldn't even want to, you know what I mean? Like that uncomfortable feeling or just anxious overlooking over your shoulder, not knowing what's going to happen after they already were aware, it just seems like, so just like, so like, girl, let me tell you, I want freaking, hmm, no comment. Yeah, that, that's how- my mom was my mom was was like oh like i'm about to yo and what what are you doing to protect yes you guys require education where's the safety that's part of my intuition where's where's all those things at like i don't i don't i don't i don't respect that and i'm glad you got out of there what state was that again it was in new york yeah that's just crazy yeah and um yeah that's what made me leave the school in the middle of the semester yeah i just i couldn't take it because it was it it was it was a, a a mixture of those things it was him living literally right next door it was like literally the campus almost became like divided because like a lot of people were on his side like oh like no she wanted it blah 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 but none of them were there obviously right and, there were people that were def- trying to defend me and it was just like, like I couldn't handle it because obviously like I was intoxicated when this happened so I'm just like what if that is what happened right like I just like at, at one point like I even started playing with that idea of like oh what if it was my fault right like even though I knew it wasn't I'm like maybe I did do that. Maybe I did do something for that to happen. And that, that, I'm so glad you pulled yourself out because that be the reasons why a lot of people don't speak up because Mm -hmm. that, that thought is more comfortable to live with Mm -hmm. because it satisfies us. It don't got nothing to do. It just satisfies you because who wants to think about that? You know what I mean? Like I, I definitely relate. So it's just like, you don't want to think about that. So you'll try to come up with some type of, you know, Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's almost like it never happened, and you'll believe that. Yeah, you know, it never happened, and you keep repeating that until when it comes up, it never happened, and your subconscious kind of just keeps on. It never happened, and it just sticks with you. But like you said, you know deep, deep down inside what happened and how it's affecting you. Yeah, it was. So what, what, um, for now that, so guys, I said that Cheyenne did have her talk on that Triumph talk page on Instagram, make sure you check it out. What kind of feedback have you been getting after, you know, speaking your truth? Cause I loved it to be honest, but what other feedback and just, you know, like putting yourself out there, um, as a speaker as well, what kind of feedback have you been getting? I've gotten a lot of good feedback um, from people just speaking out now saying that, wow, like from you saying something, it has made me want to say something. And I also had a couple of people from my previous college um, actually apologize. There were some people that did help with that harassment who like apologized because it was a couple of years ago. So, you know, they're a little older now. And I mean, I've tried very hard to not be um angry because i also have to keep in mind that you know we i don't think we were kids but you know we were really really young yeah too 
So it's like, you know, you wanting to protect your friend or whatever, whatever excuse you had, you know, I tried to make sure that I didn't harbor any hate for those people. Cause it's like, that was positive. Definitely. Cause that, that's hard to do too, you know, cause <laughs> you could have been on some junk, like, you know, well, you were the same one, you know, but I think it was good that they came back mm-hmm. and, and apologized to you, to be honest. Cause yeah, I mean, so the feedback you were getting, was it anybody as far as like strangers hitting you up? Like, you know, that you really inspired me and yeah, really? Yeah, it was a lot of strangers. That's good though, bro. I mean, you opened the door for a lot of young women, honestly. And even young girls, young girls are probably, you know what I mean? Because you don't really hear a lot of those stories until you're older for some reason. Like women come out when they're a bit older and it's just a hard topic to talk about, honestly. So I just, I think a lot of girls can look at you and admire the courage and definitely just keep in mind that I'm not alone. And sometimes it feels good to know that you're not alone when you've been through traumatic experience such as such as that, or even just any other any other thing. Despite despite that story, has there been anything in your childhood that you want to speak on that you were silenced about? Because I know you said you had a lot of different things, but the main two was being silenced, and the other one was. I gotta get a second to think about it. It was um, being molested when I was um, younger. No, no, um, no. The two things that you said. Remember you said to be silent? To be oh, silent? And, oh, perfectionism. Yeah, um, I had kind of touched on it when, when I had told you the story about the B means better, better work harder. Yeah. But that, like, from, from a really, like, young age, like, I had that already ingrained You're right. in me. Yeah. So I, I did that in everything, like, and I think you, like, now hearing it, I think you could think back now, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I've been times that did, I like, and I was just always like, girl it's, girl, it's okay, like, I think one of the things of my childhood traumas that I had to unlearn personally, and still working through it, is that um, speaking up, not speaking up like that, because I am pretty vocal, but more like, when it's something that doesn't sit well with me, I won't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I will, you know, hold it inside, and I it could it, and it's and it's messed up because it could simply be a misunderstanding. It could be oh I didn't you know like it could just be a misunderstanding. But I will run with how I felt and not and either not talk to you like they like just just simply just okay vanish I'm done, and I don't think that is something that I want to be living as I get older because people go through different things and a lot of the times it it can and it not it can include you and it cannot include you you know a lot of people feel so entitled um that's why I feel like I've never done good with friendships because a lot of the times I don't like to feel like why did like I don't like the friendships where it's like oh you didn't do this like pressured friendships if you know what I mean like if you didn't call me or you didn't text me like I'm not your girlfriend. Like, I'm not like, I have a life. And, and granted, we're not even 17, 18 years old. There's women in their 20s still doing this. And it bothers me because I'm like, I get in my, my pride mode where I'm like, well, what do you do to me? Like, well, what do you so want? You know, and I don't like that either about myself. But I, I take it personal and I put my defense wall up. Like, my defense wall is I'm, I'm defensive mode and I'm just like, what? And, and I don't think that's the problem. I don't open up. I don't open up to people. Like, I don't know if it has to do with my sign, because I'm a Pisces, but I just, I don't open up to people. I just, when, just when you thought you know me, you really did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's, I don't know if that's good or bad, though, to be honest, but I've always been that way. And I feel like, I can be way more social, which is why I wanted to do my podcast and things like that, because just an outlet in a safe place for for us to talk about anything, you know what I mean? But yeah, I can't be doing that in my 30s and 40s growing up and just like, I ain't talking to you. But I think it stemmed from my mom. I always used to hear my mom say, I'll cut anybody off, I'll cut my mother off. Always heard her say that, you know, like I, 
I, what makes you think I care? I don't I haven't talked to my mother in X amount of years. So like growing up hearing that, I felt like, well, shit, I'll cut anybody. You know what I mean? Like I, I've always carried that around. Like I'll cut anybody off, but that's not cute. That's not okay. Sometimes you have to really like get that kind of closure about any subject or whatever. And like I said, it could be a misunderstanding. Imagine me cutting somebody off as a friendship because we misunderstood or, you know, it's silly. It's silly. So that's one of my main things that I'm struggling with. You know, what's funny is that um, I do, I do something similar like that, but I, what I would do is like, I'll still be friends with you, but I just wouldn't, like you're not, you're not popping out <laughs> <laughs> like I would just be like okay like you said that why like I'm gonna just keep it in the have you ever have one of your friends ever called you and you just stare at the phone like I'm gonna be honest all the time seat, y'all have you done it all all the time and it's not even like a <laughs> you said every single time it rings decline <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even like a personal thing like it's not even like oh, really. but that see so so let me just stop you this palsy there that be the thing so say cheyenne calls me i mean i call cheyenne she don't pick up so damn cheyenne you're not even like i'm trying to call them about i would have been mad at you because you didn't answer my call when i called you the whole time cheyenne could be doing x y and z handling this emotion that plays that person and now i feel entitled to her picking up the phone now i don't even want to talk to her anymore that is not okay people got to stop feeling so why is it just a girl thing oh my gosh i this meme that i percent back where it was like talking about oh remember who was your real friends during this whole COVID-19 outbreak like first of all you don't you don't know if somebody mama dying because of it like and I even try, like you don't know what people are going through like some people me I'm more, a little bit more introverted so me not talking to people for a couple of days like I'll be all right I'll live introvert I'm like an introvert extrovert but I'd rather not deal with people neither girl I'm, I'm with you on that but there's some people that they're really, really struggling not talking to people and, like, are losing their minds. Yeah. So it's like, you you can't be like, oh, I can't believe, like, you didn't think once to reach out to me and ask me how I was doing. Well, it's like, did you do the same thing? How are you asking for something you're not giving? Yeah, like, and it's like, you can't, like, this is something new. Like, this is a crisis. Like, you cannot expect someone to follow the corona of the rules on the coronavirus pandemic you must call your friend before 9 a.m in the morning or you guys won't be friends anymore. <laughs> like oh you better <laughs> no i, I know what you mean <laughs> you better have a car parade okay it's like like, come on, chill out. If you if you really do feel like you you miss this person or you want to talk to them, why don't you reach out out to them? Don't yeah. be like, oh, I'm gonna cut them off because they didn't reach out to me once. Well, it's obvious that you really miss them and you really care about them. So why don't you tell them that instead of being like, oh, so many people have a hard time. So many people have a hard time just saying like how you just said that they miss you and things like that. I think it's a pride thing. I'm not hitting them up first. I'm not doing that first or. So this just gave me a flashback when we were younger and we were like have these little boyfriends. Do you remember how um we would like text them? So like me and Cheyenne will like sit right now, like text them at 7:40, right? And he'll text back at 7:43. And I'm like, oh my God, do we text like right now? No, 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 no. Text back at 7:53. Like 7:53, 25 seconds and a half. And then yeah, he'll he'll know that you weren't really on your phone whole time. We got that message as soon as he heard that message. <laughs> <laughs> For those five minutes and 23 seconds. <laughs> and deleting it. Should I say this? What do you think? Like, that was so funny. But no, like, no, you're right, though. People call you. And, and sometimes I get, I get, like, too self-conscious. I'm too self-conscious when I'm in public and just with myself. So if I did just look at the phone call, Cause sometimes I get caught out. Like, I don't want to say caught out, but like, I'll 
ignore the phone call, but then I'll be on Twitter. So they're like, oh, so you were on Twitter. And I'm just like, uh, like, please. Like, I just, I don't feel like talking. And, and lately I've been telling my friends, I'm having a bad attitude lately because this pandemic is honestly affecting me only because I like to have a schedule. Like, I like routine. And then the morning, I always, I went to class in the morning and then to work and then class again. So I was always busy, you know, that's just, so like to go from that to nothing, to just staying home, not really getting any social, and like sometimes I was that girl that will like, I will go to Fridays and get a drink and then leave. Like that's just what I did. Like I can't even do that anymore. So like just the different outing events and just going, being able to just get up and go somewhere and enjoy whatever it is. That is what's having, a, that's what's giving me a hard time. It's not even like, being around people it's just being able to enjoy myself outside of my house and i can't so it's hard for me there's been so like some of my friends it's been a a, a challenge for them because okay so with work we have to do like conferences all the day uh-huh. like literally every day i'm on the phone for at least like two hours like, like wow or or like yeah it's on webex like face chatting and it'll be like a whole bunch of people mm. so it's like two or three hours sometimes four like on conferences so it's like i'm getting my like interaction meter is filled yeah. you're gonna want to and i think it's hard for people to understand unless like they were in it it's like i don't want to go from a four-hour conference to now being on facetime with you yeah like, and it's not about you it's it's nothing about you like it's nothing about you it's just i people don't understand the i i I just don't wanna i've been on a conference call girl if i was on a conference call for four hours i'm not (laughs) texting yeah like like you saw like um what was it we were texting the other other day and i was writing you paragraphs you (laughs) like writing you a lot but if you would have facetimed me i would have been like courtney why are you you ever you ever get facetimed by a friend that rarely never facetime you and you like you do one of these like what are you calling me for like (laughs) facetime can be so weird like why are you calling me don't even or if they call you out of nowhere like you wouldn't even ask me if you can play weird (laughs) weird. like i get anxiety about it sometimes and then, like, I'll start feeling guilty because I'm like, dang, should I have picked up? Like, nah. And, like, I'm, I'm my subconscious and me are literally going back and forth. Like, you don't think I should? Bitch, no, you don't know. Like, why you gotta pick up? You didn't want to pick up. But they probably wouldn't they? So I'm literally going back and forth in my head. Like, and I don't like that. Like, I need to be solid in my decision making and feel comfortable about it. I didn't think, like, as simple as that sounds, I will probably overthink it for about 10 minutes. Like, dang, da da da, da da da. Like, just, and it's like, why do I feel that way? And I feel like I've lost a lot, lost, lost, not lost, but I have diminished some friendships because I don't feel like friendships should be relied on what, how much money you can give me, or mm-hmm. it shouldn't be relied on, hey, girl, come on, come to the club. I don't want to do that every time. And I feel like growing up, you didn't realize that you would have those different friends for different reasons. You're going to have the travel friends. You're going to have your church friends. You're going to have your um, go-to-the-bar friends, your party friends, your let's-talk-about-business friends. You're going to have all these different categories. You will never combine them together, maybe on your wedding day or something, but you're never going to combine them together because it just won't, it won't go right. And lately, I don't even care about the party, the bar, the this, like maybe once a month, honestly. You know- so funny it's so funny that you had said that because my ex he thought that I would make up random people because okay so I would have like the people that I talk to every day okay like that's like I would just make up names so let's say it's Sally Maybelline and Rosemary those Mm -hmm. are the three people I talk to every day then one day and then I'll be like oh hey like Amber's coming over and he's like who is this person and it's like you got new friends now like like, i I don't have 
about to tell you every single person that I interact with, but whatever. Because um, it's like some people, like, some people I may talk to every day, but then there's some people that are, like, they, they fulfill different aspects of my life. So, like, for instance, like, my friend Amber, I know she wouldn't mind me saying this, me and her, we've been friends since, like, I worked at this movie theater, and we don't talk every day, we don't even talk every month, but when we do talk, like, we'll go, like, get coffee and something, or something, and we talk about the books that we read, like, we'll talk about work, business it's stuff. It's like, like, um, bad vibes, because it's almost like I picked up where I left off, type. Yes, exactly. That's the best. That's how, like, our friendship is. But then, like, like someone else wouldn't be able to understand that because, like, they're like, oh, like. Or what about the friends that's like, so you and Amber went to go get coffee and didn't invite me? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, because it was me and Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And? No, I I agree with you on that one, girl. One thing I, I could never do, I can't be in, like, I don't know why there's always been an issue with like me and like girl groups Mm. like me one-on-one with another person like it could be that same group of girls and we would be cool like individually yeah you're not hanging out with them totally you're just you're enjoying their company a one-on-one yeah yeah and then once it becomes a group it's like why do you think females we know in high school why. Because I'm saying, why do females feel like that even as adults with friendships where they can't just understand that? Because I think it would be so great to have a friend mm-hmm. like that can be versatile in everything. That friend that can go to the bar, have it. Like, I'm in the process now where I want to be friends with people, strangers or not. Not friends, but just collaborating because I'm in this realm where I'm creating and I consider myself as a creator. So anything that I'm doing feels like art. You know what I mean? So I want to be around people who are into that kind of thing. And it's like that can go to the bar, but that they can do this and they can't like just open. A lot of the times, you know, friends that I have grown up with or just friends that I've met in high school were very temporary for just that. They were very fun when we went to the club. Yes. But talk to them about my business idea Mm, no so that makes me not really want to hang out with you that much you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I think it just comes with age and yeah we can't be 16 forever like you have to evolve at one point and I don't think a lot of people get that you know what other topic I didn't even say we were going to talk about but I just wanted to mention because this is just flowing so good Mm -hmm. the when are you gonna have a baby? Um, when am I gonna have a husband? Let's talk about that. <laughs> like, like, when, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So, it's so funny. It's so funny because me and um, me and my ex, he has been like the most. Um, I would say the the longest and most serious real relationship that I had. Okay. Um. No, it had like you know we had some issues, but um, we all do, girl. My my mom, literally, I think it was like two months into us like being official, like we okay. were we were. That was my boyfriend. She she tells him she was like, I hope you're ready to give me a grandchild, and I'm Ooh. like, first of all, I don't even I don't even know if he snores yet. Okay. First off, I don't even know if I like him like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that, because cause that's big. Like, <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to deal with him 18 plus. No, you're right, though. I, I feel like not even the parents, though. It's just like people who are like so many people. So me and Cheyenne went to the same high school and a lot of the people in our graduating class are mothers. And that's definitely cool. It's, it's, but it's like, I don't like when someone is pressurized by like, oh, why don't you have kids? Why are you, what you waiting on? Or like that kind of comment, because it's like, I'm more than just that. Like, we, you know, you can do so much more. I mean, but, but I'm not going to lie. At some point, it almost feels like, am I doing something wrong? Like, 
You know what I mean? Like you feel like, should I just, should I be doing this now? Because everyone, not that everyone else is, but because it is, it is what everyone is kind of doing. Should I be having, a ch- it makes you think like, am I behind about something? But then again, it's just like, I'm really in no rush mm-hmm. to have a responsibility of a child. And I work with kids. Yes, the newborns are beautiful. Yes, they are. But when them suckers get to Tyler twos, mm. done. Them Tyler twos, I'm not. And I just feel like I don't want to have a child in this world. Not, and I'm not gonna say like I'm waiting for the financial. Like I don't, I don't, I know it's never gonna be a hundred percent. It never is. We don't. Children don't come with goddamn handbooks. But if I can do the best that I can to have a different life, healthy, you know, being spiritual and mentally within myself, feel confident about myself, then I guess I can definitely take care of a child, no problem. But having a kid so young and not going through different steps in your life that are needed, you're gonna, you're not gonna be behind, but you're gonna be a little bit delayed because now the focus isn't on you anymore. The focus is on your child. And it may sound selfish, but I just don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I simply just don't have time for that. A kid will be beautiful because you think of all the, the the materials about the kid, the cute clothes and the bibs and and yes, it's cute, but daycare, finances with the child, no vacations. I think about all those other things too. So I get a little bothered up when because my mom has said it before to me like a year and a half ago when we were kind of cool, like. Oh, when you giving me some grant, like when you gonna have, like, lady, I'm not ready for all that just yet. You know what I mean? And honestly, me being half Spanish, I feel like Spanish mothers, they be, they be the ones, they be the ones pressing it. Okay. Cause my dad said, wait till he 50. So I got a few more years. <laughs> and like, there's, there's like so many things when it comes to that topic. Like I know the biggest thing for me was um am I gonna be emotionally ready because a lot of times like people would have kids because they want someone to love them for the rest of their life but it's actually the opposite it's like am I mentally ready to love someone for the rest of their life and and it has to be like when they say that they hate me right like me when I have to do you you know what you put your mom through and your parents through and you like now looking back we converse girl I think teenage I think the teenage stage in the in in the person's life is one of the hardest besides being an adult oh my god is hard Mm -hmm. Hard. how Mm -hmm. do you prepare a teenager to be a teenager you don't they're rebellious they are I know everything and it's, it, I feel like I'm not even ready. Yeah, you're right. Being emotionally ready. And I always said I'm not physically ready. I'm just not. <laughs> and just imagine, like, you're, you you just being nice to your kid. Like, oh, how was your day? I hate your mom. And then Rose is like, I would be like, oh, hell. What did I do? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And then also, like, one of my biggest fears, um, and I've been working through this, is, like, not being a physically there like for my kid like I don't I do not want to be that parent that is never home always at work yeah always at work always like and and it's like I understand like the the sacrifice because they wanted to provide a better life like I understand it I just don't want to like no knowing how it affected me I don't want to put my kid in that that. and I to be able to be there like enjoy like moments with them yeah and it's like, I know, like, you'll never be, like, 100% financially ready. Right, you'll like, never, you're never going to be perfect. But we're just saying, like, if we can prevent certain things that we went through, then that would be great, you know? So, for mm-hmm. instance, a small step of saying, I, you know, I just, I don't, I want to be able to be home with my child at least this many times at the hour. I, I at least want to be there when they get off the bus from school. That is perfectly okay because you know how it felt when your parents weren't there when you got off the bus for school. Like, you know, those little things. Me, one of my biggest fears is, um, and this may sound, I I don't even know if I might edit this one out because I don't want to resent my child. Yes. And a lot of resentment goes in within a child 
based on if the mom doesn't like the father, you mm-hmm. look just like your father. Uh, you gonna be just like, I don't want to be that type of mother, whether or not, and, and that's what I said, where's but the baby? No, where's the husband? I want to be able to have that first. And not to say that's how it's all going to work out perfectly. Yes, we know that they're cheaters and, and, and different affairs going on, but I at least want to feel comfortable with who yeah. I'm with to know I feel a little bit safe. I feel secure. I think I, it will work out. You know what I'm saying? Being with that significant other because girl, if people treat their kids so, so messed up, me working in the early childhood field, you see so many kids wrapped up in the foster system because their parents are neglecting them. Their parent, whether it's for drugs or different men, different women, they are getting neglected and they're in the childcare system and they're failing, you know, mm-hmm. failing because they have no one standing up for them. These kids can't stand up for themselves. So why, you know, I don't want to, I, I see how it is. I would want to prevent that for my future children because it's tough. It's, it's real yeah. tough. And I think that like, and again, like, like being a mom, like that is an amazing thing. And that is like a, a, a big role in any kid's life. But I feel like for fathers, it is minimized because of, all of the broken homes and yeah. you know some are not deliberate like it's yeah. not like oh they they decided oh yeah I want to have a baby outside of marriage like right. no, one, no one says that or maybe some do I don't know yeah. but <laughs> but it's like but it's like having a baby within the confines of marriage like that's like your partner and I feel like people people diminish the the role of a father because even like sometimes I hear now like oh yeah like the father is gonna watch them like no the father's not a babysitter like that is father like the father is going to teach them the father is going to take care of you I'm gonna see if the father father could babysit like no the father's the thing is it's, it's, it's such a thin line because I see sometimes fathers getting that appreciation, getting that, you know, mm-hmm. you're real, you know, fathers are doing a great job. And then there's that stigma of like the mothers who are playing father and mm-hmm. not allowing their child to receive that father figure in their life. And a mm-hmm. lot, that's what I'm saying, that's a lot has to do with who you pick, who you pick as a partner for your, for your kid, because there mm-hmm. are so many bitter angry woman due to that he cheated on you or he he um did this out of the marriage you will not want this child growing inside you you may love it in the you know but when they get 10 and 11 in that crazy rebellious stage you start to like you know what I mean and I don't think that that is not fair like it's just it's not but fathers I feel like don't get enough appreciation because there are a lot of amazing fathers out there. And, and not only just fathers, just also father figures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With so many boys and girls group volunteers, there's people who are mental health consultants that are male figures and even African-American male figures too. Like, I think it's good to go to places where people who look like you can help you because you're more inclined to relate to this story. You feel more connected. Honestly, I went to a therapy of, of um, a white woman and I just, I want to do therapy, but I did not like my first session and I did not go back after all. And I know that it gets better. You know, my dad said, you have to go to a few of them. It's not just one, but. You're, I, and it's, it's like you're dating them, to be honest. Like you're figuring out which one. Do how can I you? tell you my life in 30 minutes? Like, how can I, I'm 26. Like, how can I tell you all this shit that I've been through? And like. You, are you going to understand, like, this is my chapter, and I'm only giving you, like, I got 36 chapters, and you're just reading about one, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's so hard, and, and, and I think it's who I had, I didn't feel, for some reason, I get triggered, so I'm telling my story, I'm just letting you know, so I'm telling my story, and it's just like, okay, and how did that make you, you know, how did that make you feel, what do you think, and the, the her tone, her, her face express, it just pissed me off, it just pissed me off, because I felt like you don't care, I'm just another ticket on your docket. Like, you know, you don't care, but I don't know what triggered it. I don't know what triggered it. And, and it's something I need to work on because I know, I know therapy works. I know it works. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it's, it's also like, like, so for me, um, 
I, I actually had a couple of different um, therapists and the one you actually go through before you were like, all right, this is the one. This so I can just I so was, I feel better. I think it was like three. It had to be because, um, yeah, it was like three, three or four. Wow. Um, and the person, yeah, I even had like a male, male one. And I figured that that, that didn't work out. Girl, that's kind of. It was just awkward, like, yeah. like just, <laughs> I hate that it's awkward, but I relate to you too. Like, that's so awkward. Like, you're a guy. I can't open up to you. Uncomfortable, like, yeah. like, and then also like, you know, the situation, why I was going, like, I, like at yeah, one point. that's a tough one. At yeah. least, I did, though, at least you can reflect and be like, that just didn't work out for me, so. Yeah. I remember the first session, I was like, can you like, keep the door open? Thanks. and it's like yeah but um my my therapist now her name is dr lucky she's actually amazing she's an african-american woman she she's amazing how old is she if you don't mind me asking i i believe yeah just 50 i believe I believe and if you are she's not like a a younger therapist like in her 20s or 30s no, no, no. But Would you was, feel comfortable speaking to a therapist who may have all those degrees and things like that, that is maybe 27 versus an older woman or man? Um, I don't think I would, like, I wouldn't walk in and be like, no, bye. And yeah, leave. I think I would, I, I would try, try it out. Yeah. Like, I would see how the conversation goes. I definitely would. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. yeah that the therapy so that makes me feel good then because I've only did one like I said and I haven't been back it's been like probably almost nine months eight months I remember because I did it around last year and I just got triggered but I just thought about it it triggered me because when I was younger and Mm -hmm. um I would get in trouble or just like with my mom my mom would do these things that I was like, if I was expressing myself, she would be like, oh, really? Oh, okay. So that, oh. But like in a sarcastic way. And it pissed me off. So like, I think that is what I I like related her. Oh, okay. Whole time she probably was just really just saying like, oh, okay. Like, but something triggered in me that was just like, you know what? I'm done. And I literally just stopped opening up I just was like, you know, I really don't know how this works. I was like, I'm new. Like, I'll just do the paperwork, and I left. Like, I just left. And I think that's what it is. That, that, because, like, uh, childhood traumas, too, is just, like, the attitudes you see your parents act. Like, my mother was very bold in, in certain, in, like, certain things, but she was also, like, malicious in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she gets to your mind. Not like, you know, she wasn't really abusive or anything. It's just like her mental. I'm just like, this lady is crazy. So, like, a part yeah. of that is in me, though. I ain't gonna lie. Some of the, sometimes I'm like, girl, you acting just like her. <laughs> but it's all learning. How when you, like, catch yourself acting like them, you're like... Or even sounding like them. Oh, my gosh. Yo! <laughs> Girl, I, the other day I sounded just like my mother and I was like, I was making ugly faces like, oh my God, ew, I just like, what the hell? Like, I was so mad on my like, Get out of here. Get out of here, No, but it, I think it happens and it's just all a learning experience. I think for our age, to be honest, versus what our parents are doing at this age, I think we're really on the right track we're mm-hmm. like you know what I mean we're not I think we're opening a lot of doors younger than our parents did back then we have more like we're just more social and not afraid to speak up not afraid to say get help not afraid to just talk about what we went through versus back in their days you know like you said they probably had to be silenced yeah and like with my mom it's is actually really interesting because um she was very vocal about the things that happened in her her life and um it, it's it's so funny because this is something we hear all the time it's like oh what happens in this house stays in this house yeah and 
my mom because like my mom was um abused severely like in her her childhood and also her yeah and um she she actually was really vocal like my mom's a fighter and that's something her mom told her like what happens in this house stays in stays in this house so then because of that like that kind of like was in her but then um recently because like the videos and stuff like that have been going out my mom has actually been saying like how she's proud of me about speaking out then i'm like okay that still made you feel good though but you weren't really I, I i don't know just tell me if i'm right or wrong i don't feel like you were looking for that within your mom that was something oh. for yourself yeah yeah I, I wasn't looking for that at all i actually was was like surprised yeah no but i think it is surprising and especially like for people that actually know you and like mm-hmm. can look back and i can look back and think like yeah you probably weren't you would say it like we would talk about it but when it came down to like mentioning it to that person or that particular mm-hmm. thing it wouldn't get said or just you know what whatever i ain't even gonna bother it so like it is good to see that because that's transformation like and and not only that like i've been saying you gave other girls that door like hey i did it you can do it too so no, it's good. That's so funny that um that yeah you said my mom fights because I I haven't seen your mom in forever but <laughs> yeah your mom used to not play no goddamn games I know that <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like I'm like a total opposite like mad quiet just be yeah like, you're like chilled and like, yeah. like oh, that's what you want to do and then she's like oh well <laughs> shane's like mom mom like sorry she's a little bit rowdy but. Like, oh they thought that they were going to mediate her like me and the other person i'm mediate mediating my mom and the other person yeah that joke was so funny when that whole like in middle school like there was like a whole little like argument or fight or whatever remember with the whole bus thing no wait our offer for kb yes there was like remember the girls and you were gonna fight me yes it was like me you and chantel because the look the it was like some girls like from the bus stop and then they like spit or something. Oh my God. Am I really this old? No, because you, I kind <laughs> of remember that part. You know what? I'm, girl, I'm trying to remember. Hold on. It was the bus. Did me and your mom get together about it? It was like, okay, so. I don't, I don't even know. I don't remember what started it, but all I know is that the girl like has spit to the bus somebody got hit with the spit i know it wasn't me but then we had went down the hill and she they were too scared to fight and i was like well if they're scared like don't fight them like if they're scared like we don't need to fight but then like you know my mom like i don't know how my mom found out i don't know but she was wilding and then we went to the school well well she went to school the next day Mm -hmm. and she's spazzing and I'm like, listen, oh. like, we just need to calm down. You know, we could just all talk it out. You don't she have just, to be like this. Imagine. She said, oh, no, because y- y'all want to be spitting? Y'all want to be spitting? Well, yeah, that's like an insult. I think I remember. Oh, my God. But, like, some of it I'm, like, kind of remembering. Like, I feel like I remember us being told to, like, grow upset about it. Mm-hmm on that bus that bus was something Uh, (laughs) girl we i cannot believe it's been 10 years since like i can't believe we we graduated like eight years ago like our 10-year anniversary is gonna be coming up and and what are we gonna do (laughs) isn't it 20 because it's 10 years yeah, we have two more years. How do they send us an invite? I don't know. Who planned <laughs> Wait, I'm going to, you know what? I just want to say, Cheyenne, thanks so much for joining me on this. Guys, make sure to go check out Triumph Talk. Talks. 
on Instagram and also follow and just support the cause, watch her video and you get to understand more about what we were talking about. So. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. So if you guys want to reach out or have some topics to discuss, I'm always available on IG at the two E's Barbie way. And yeah, hit me up. Let me know any feedback too on any of the episodes. But I just want to say I appreciate for you tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode.